I was an angry drunk and I would often get in fights when drinking alcohol. I was getting out of control until Jesus changed my life. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk about the reality of serious alcohol abuse and how some use it to numb their deeper feelings of pain and suffering. Can someone truly get set free from being an alcoholic? Well, in our previous show, we had Lisa Medina talk about how she grew up in a good family but her father was an alcoholic, so drinking was seen as a normal thing growing up. She described how she got into alcohol as a way of numbing herself from really dysfunctional relationships she would find herself in. She described getting into a bad relationship when she was only a young teenager and how it started off charming, but then led to a horrible treatment of being called a whore and all types of names. The verbal and emotional abuse intensified and later became physical abuse where she described even having her head slammed into the cement during an altercation. Really bad. She told us about how alcohol helped to become a numbing effect during this process, something that made her feel good to cope with the pain she was feeling inside. In this show, she's going to talk about how the alcoholism spiraled her life into dangerous situations. And then she's going to talk about how she got set free from alcoholism. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me back. Lisa, it's great having you back. And again, our last show, you just shared some horrific things. Lisa, looking back, some say alcohol helps people to let go of their internal inhibitions and act out more. Like and when they're shy, they might talk more. Now for you, eventually with the alcohol, it turned into anger. Is that right? Yeah, it did. Tell us about that. What happened? How did that begin to express itself as you began to drink throughout the night? I think just being a victim for so long and then using alcohol to cope when I would drink hard liquor, it would make me a very angry, violent person. And I would try to fight people and I would just act out in a lot of aggression because I was holding on to so much inside of me. Wow. So you're at these parties, you're drinking and you're getting into fights. Tell me about a time when this reckless anger under the influence really caused a big problem, like maybe even jeopardized your life. Well, there was one particular night that I was out at a party and it was with some gang members and my friend got in an altercation with a girl uh -huh. and her brother jumped in the fight. And so I stepped in to try to help her and I had liquid courage from the alcohol. So I was running my mouth to this six foot two, 230 oh pound guy. And I'm like five one, 130 pounds probably. And so gosh. he turns and looks at me with these evil eyes and like, you know, I'm going to kill you. Wow. So I run out of the apartment complex that the party was at. I make it out to the parking lot and I remember turning around and that's all I remember. He knocked me out cold and I guess he hit me for a long time as what I was told in the parking lot after I was already down until Gosh. the ambulance showed up to take me to the hospital. I mean, this is like constant hitting while you're already knocked out and he's just pulverizing you into the cement at this point. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you had to go to the hospital and that was a moment. But even after that, did you stop drinking? What happened after that moment? No, I never stopped drinking. After that, I drank just as much or more. I continued to go out after I healed from that. I was probably more angry about the whole situation and just continued to live that destructive lifestyle. Wow, man. So when did your view of alcohol really change for you? My view of alcohol really changed for me at a point of my life where my husband was in a tragedy with his life and he was also an alcoholic. And so Mm. he ended up on his deathbed from drinking so much alcohol that it turned into cirrhosis of the liver. Oh, no. And his body started shutting down. And that was the turning point for both of us with the alcohol abuse. So what was that like? What was happening when this was going on for him? Was it scary? Yeah, it was scary. It was eye-opening. It was really a reality check. You know, I was 27, he was 28, and they were telling us, yeah, that he was already dying from alcohol at such a young age. So it scared me for my own health and myself because I knew that I had a problem as well. Wow. Now, how did faith come into play with this whole thing? Faith came into play because I had a praying mom. Mm. And my mom prayed and never gave up on me. And when I came to this point in my life, she was the first person that I called and asked her to pray for my husband and pray for me because I was scared because they were telling me that my husband was going to die. And my mom told me, now are you ready to give your life to Christ? Because he's the only one that can help you and you and your husband need a miracle. And he's the only one that could do that for you. Wow. So how did you respond? I responded by crying and breaking down to my mom and telling her, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. And if God wants me the way that I am, I've made a mess of my life. But if he could take this mess and do something with it, then I'm ready to give him my whole life and allow him to take over on it. And I surrendered my life. She led me to Jesus Christ. Wow. So what was the difference after you accepted Christ into your life? I mean, the cravings for alcohol. They must have still been there or what happened? No, I was completely delivered and set free. I had absolutely no desire, no craving for alcohol from that day forward. I was in temptations way soon after that where I could have turned back to alcohol. And it was like he just completely filled every void and brought healing over my soul. And I didn't have a desire. I didn't need to turn to that anymore because I had the true answer and the only one that could help me through my problems for the rest of my life. Wow. So it sounds like you got some type of healing there, inner healing from the past. How did salvation through Jesus bring that healing from your past? You know, everything you were trying to mask before, how did salvation change that? I believe it was the point where I met the true love of my life and he came in and completely satisfied me where I was searching for love in all the wrong places and where I had a misconception of what real love was. And Mm. I believe that every blinder was removed off of my eyes. And I believe that I could truly see life for what it was and see that he was my redeemer and that he brought restoration to my brokenness and Hmm. healed me in those areas where I was wounded and severely abused and tormented physically and spiritually. So I believe Hmm. that he just came in and did like a heart surgery on me and 
like cleared my mind of all the distraught thoughts and all the emotions that I went through for so long. Wow. You met the love of your life and he was Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. This is amazing. And I understand that you're not only able to get healing for yourself, but also you were able to forgive your first offender, the one who, you know, all that physical and verbal abuse and that you actually led him to the Lord. Tell us about that real quick. Yes, I had the opportunity to meet with him because he is my oldest daughter's father. Mm. And me and my daughter were able to lead him to Jesus Christ a little over a year ago. And I believe that I had forgiven him before that and let go and released a lot. But that moment really redeemed what the enemy had done between me and him. Mm. Because no longer did I see him as my abuser but I saw him as somebody that Jesus Christ loved and that he was worthy to be forgiven by me because he was worthy to be forgiven by God. Wow. So he gives his life to Christ. And I understand that he passed away and you were able to be that loving person to be there for him with your daughter. Yes. It was beautiful to be able to help my daughter and be support for her as her dad was leaving earth to be with the Lord and just walk through that grieving process with her. And we shared just a special moment of me being able to show her that I've forgiven him and that God loves all. And we prayed over him together in unity. And, you know, I believe that my daughter played a big part in her father coming to the Lord as well and going Mm -hmm. to eternity with him. Wow. Lisa, thanks so much for being on our show. This has been eye-opening to understand that the Band-Aid of alcohol, that it leads just to so many more problems and that Jesus really is the answer. So thanks so much for being on our show. You're welcome. Thank you. God bless. Hold tight. I'll be right back to talk more about this right after the break. Hey guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. We can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? What I find amazing is that Lisa was able to leave her love for alcohol because she found her true love. She found Jesus. And through connecting to something much deeper than what alcohol could do for her, Lisa found something else. What was that something else? It's revealed in ancient writings in Ephesians 5.18. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. According to this scripture, God tells us to not turn to wine, but instead do something called being filled with the Spirit of God. 
that only comes through faith in Jesus Christ and spending time with the Lord for the Holy Spirit and how to be filled with the Spirit of God in order to overcome things like alcoholism. I mean, look at it. She spent her time trying to mask that pain, trying to deal with it and trying to numb herself to it. But according to the scripture, being filled with the Spirit will replace that desire for drunkenness and masking the pain with alcohol. Praise God that there's something else to turn to. And the Spirit of the Lord brings healing. What about you? Do you know someone who's struggling with alcoholism? Or are you? Is there something that keeps driving you to the bottle? Let me pray for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God right now. Father, we're just praying right now that, yes, we understand, Lord, that casual drinking, we're not talking about that. We're talking about true drunkenness or using alcohol in order to numb a past emotional pain. Lord Jesus, I know that as you fill us with your Spirit and you fill us with the Holy Spirit, we will get healing from our past wounds. It'll be like a river that pours into our life. Lord Jesus, I'm praying for that river right now to flow into my friend's life. Just let it in. Just say, Jesus, I receive you. I receive the Holy Spirit right into your heart, my friend. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.